0: Hello, I'm Rich Shane, and welcome to Fermented Adventure, the podcast. If you are listening for the first time, thank you so much for stopping by and checking us out. We hope that you subscribe to the podcast and become a regular listener. If you are returning, we really do appreciate it. Please tell your friends and share this podcast with as many people as you would like. This episode is a feature of the 4th Annual American Whiskey convention, which was held at the University of Pennsylvania Museum of Archaeology and Anthropology. First and foremost, I'd like to thank Laura Fields and her incredible team at the Delaware Valley Fields Foundation. They made us feel so welcome, and they put on a tremendous event. Everyone that we had a chance to speak to was having a tremendous time, was having a great time from the guests to the distillers, to those that are the malters, to anyone who is involved with the museum staff. It just it just was a, a wonderful Friday night and it, it couldn't have gone off better. We had a chance to make some new friends and see some old friends there, and people that we've met in our travels. Um, it was great to see Herman with Dad's Hat Rye. We're looking forward to having them on the podcast soon, as well as some of the other people that we've run into in our travels and have had a great experience at their distilleries. Uh, Silverback Distillery uh, highlighted as one of them. In this episode, we're going to highlight some different clips of some interviews and some interactions that we've had with people at the uh, convention. So stay tuned and continue to listen through the podcast. This is a little bit of a different format than what we're used to doing. And hopefully this is something that's enjoyable and we're looking forward to doing this more in the future where we actually get to go on site during larger events and get to talk to people while they're interacting at the distilleries or at the conventions or enjoying spirits as uh, as it's actually happening. There was so much to see and do at the convention and we did not get an opportunity to meet all the distilleries that were there. There were over 250 whiskeys and bourbons and spirits to sample, but we did get an opportunity to try a lot of them. There was a lot of stuff going on. Uh, there were people that were offering shoe shines, and there were straight razor shaves, uh, professional trims. Um, there were vendors making handmade items uh, related to whiskey and, and whiskey goods, uh, people selling flasks. There was a silent auction and raffle, although I didn't even get to that. Um, there were great forms and uh, master tasting classes, and uh, there was even a uh, cigar lounge, a traveling cigar lounge. So what I would suggest is make this something on your schedule for next year. This is just a great Event, um, it's not just um, it's not just the whiskeys and the bourbons, but that's the focus. There are barrel-aged beers and wines. Um, there's also a lot of information on the grains and you know the process of taking all the grains and 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 the following that as to how it gets to the glass. There are, are many. Uh, people offering and 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 providing opportunity for for those teachings so there's a lot to see and do there was a lot to really experience and and again uh, so much to so much to partake of we had the opportunity to meet and speak with chef chad rosenthal of the lucky well in ambler pennsylvania his barbecue was spot on a lot of great flavors as as well as you know a good smoke to that everybody that we spoke to loved his barbecue and it was a great compliment to the whiskey and spirits and bourbons that were being um, offered for tasting at the convention. It was great to have conversations uh, again with, uh, with Laura Field's uh, of the Delaware Valley Fields Foundation, uh, one of the things that the convention does is proceeds go to the seed spark campaign and uh, what what you know for for a lot of the regions the, a lot of the, the the farming regions of the United States, you have to think about when prohibition was enacted um, you know it, it, yes, it was alcohol that was removed from the consumption for people but Pennsylvania was a huge rye whiskey, a huge rye producing state. And when Prohibition came about, much of that stopped. And you have to think about all the industries that were just cut down from those that were making the barrels to shipping. Uh, but, But farming specifically was impacted very strongly. Um, the Seed Spark Foundation is is working to bring back some of the lost grains in the re- lost grains in the region you know some of those grains that are no longer available, no longer being produced and uh, what 's really going to be exciting about the industry as we move forward is how some of these grains are going to be brought back to the distilling industry. So, you know, that, that's one of the exciting things. That's one of the great things about uh, what the Fields uh, Foundation is doing and, and really the exciting part of how they're going to be part of the revolution in the craft distilling industry as we move forward for years to come. Again, through the night, we got to speak to a lot of people, a lot of the distillers. I wish we could highlight all the conversations that we had, but one of them that stood out for me at the end of the evening was an opportunity to talk to and meet with Greg Metz. I consider Greg one of those members of what you would consider the distillery Mount Rushmore Greg was an absolute delight to speak to, and I appreciate the time he gave and shared with us at Fermented Adventure, the podcast. Looking forward to having him on at a future podcast as well. If you have not heard him on Dad's Drinking Bourbon, he was just on a recent episode. If you're not subscribed to Dad's Drinking Bourbon, that's an exceptional podcast and one that I would highly recommend you add to your daily listening list of podcasts to listen to. Before we turn the podcast over to the interview portion, I wanted to just highlight and give a shout out to some of the American distilleries that were featured at the American Whiskey Convention that we did have an opportunity to speak to. Uh, Stolen Wolf at of Pennsylvania was there, Uh, great to see Manitani Distillery and Maker's Mark uh, had a chance to talk to the great folks at Widow Jane out of Brooklyn, New York. Um, it was it was great to see Five Saints Distilling. That was the second uh, distillery we've, we've had as guests on the podcast. We saw Koval, uh, which is, we got to meet them out of Chicago. Um, Bluebird Distilling out of Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. Uh, got a chance to talk to Lime Branch Distillery and uh, Caldonia Spirits as well. Uh, Barrel 21 um, out of the uh, Penn State region of Pennsylvania. Barrel 21 is doing some great uh, some great work in their distillery. Um, we, you know we got a chance to speak to Mount Vernon, and they're going to be highlighted in the interview portion as i as I said uh, we we got to meet some people with the with Thistlefinch out of lancaster pennsylvania we've we've been there before and had a chance to enjoy their spirits. It was great to see New Liberty distillery there you know really one of the leaders in the Philadelphia craft spirit market they're doing some amazing things hewn spirits uh, revivalist spirits uh, looking to be one of the guests on the podcast really soon. Uh, Pennsylvania Distilling, which again was one of our guests on the podcast, They're, uh, they they were represented there as as they they've come out with their new rye, which is which is really good. And Silverback Distillery, there was Smooth Ambler and their Contradiction whiskey, and uh, wonderful, amazing, delicious products coming out of Old Elk out of Colorado. I, I wish we could have really had a chance to. Meet and talk to them all you know there 's only so much time and uh, you know by the end of the night uh, really had a chance to taste and sample some wonderful spirits and again it 's been highlighted before with some of the people that we get a chance to interview the, the craft side of the craft spirits where people were taking a chance and you know throwing their whole dreams and, and lives into something that is very special. Um, we got to meet the Gallows Hill Spirits, and and they're a new distillery, only a couple of years in the area, and and that's what's exciting about this whole event—getting a chance to meet and talk to the people. We really do help you; that uh, we, we really do hope that you do subscribe to the podcast, help us grow. We're looking forward to many more interviews and many more opportunities to talk to people in the craft distilling industry. Uh, we're, we're looking to have interviews with those that are distributors. And and getting down into the opportunity where we we just talk to different uh, people in in that industry. So what's coming up is the interview portion of our podcast. Thanks again for spending some time and listening to us. And uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you at a distillery soon. Cheers. You can find us at fermentedadventure.com. We are on Instagram and Facebook as FermentedAdventure. Email us at fermentedadventure at gmail.com. All right, F.A. Nation, let's meet our guests. I am here with...
1: Abby
0: Riggumet. Abby, tell me about Silverback Distillery.
1: Um, so Silverback Distillery, we have two locations.
0: the selections that people can have when they come to your locations.
1: Oh, um, it is awesome. When you come to our tasting room, we have all these different cocktails. So, in terms of products, so we have vodka, gin, our honey rye whiskey, which is a fan favorite, our rye whiskey, bourbon, sour mash corn whiskey, and our 151 Moonshine. So, best cocktails are going to be our smoky drinks. So, we take one of our barrel heads, we light it on fire, we put a glass on top, and then we've got a maple syrup and orange bitters,
0: If you haven't tried Silverback yet, you're missing out. Go visit.
1: So, we're here with
0: Hodeling Distillery, and you are? I am Aleka. I'm with yeah &
1: Co., formerly Anchor Distilling. Now, you're the first distillery? Yes, so we were the first distillery that had a rye post-prohibition to be distilled from the grain in the U.S. And how
0: did you come to do that?
1: Yeah, so in the mid-90s, when everyone was drinking flavored vodka, Fritz Maytag, after he kind of really helped start the craft revolution in beer, decided to kickstart that craft revolution in craft spirits. And so he decided to really stretch out reprise rye, which is a real, true American traditional spirit. We have a toasted iteration, which is just 100% malted pot distilled. And then we also have that same mash bill with a charred barrel. That's awesome. Thank you. And I'm here with... Uh, Ian Monagle from 1675 Spirits. Tell
0: me a little about 1675 Spirits, Ian. Uh,
1: 1675 Spirits is based in uh, Lower Bucks County right uh, north of Philadelphia in Bensalem, Island, Pennsylvania. Uh, we've been in production now for a little over two and a half years. Uh, we're producing 100% uh, corn-based, gluten, uh, gluten-free vodka, and then also an American-style whiskey, which we're age, uh, aging in used bourbon barrels. Uh, we have a full cocktail lounge, tasting room. We do free tours and tastings Friday through Sunday. Um, Live music on the weekends, food trucks and everything. And how are you enjoying the Whiskey Convention? Uh, Whiskey Convention has been awesome right now. Meeting some great people, there's great product. uh, You have whiskey and good people, it's good times. Thanks, Ian. I'm here with... Greg Stefanowski
0: with Westland, American Single Malt Whiskey. Westland, Single Malt Whiskey. Tell me about your whiskey and the process that you go through to make that. Sure, so with our American single malt process, we use a
2: five roasted barley process. We use our American um, virgin oak. We use, all of our processes come directly from the Pacific Northwest, so you're getting a very fresh, barley-forward experience, and our water source comes directly from Washington State. Our river source is there, so you're getting a very fresh, clean, Americanized product. Absolutely delicious. Thank you. Thank you.
0: I'm glad you enjoy it. Love about the whiskey convention.
1: Whiskey. <laughs> and who am I talking to? Angela. Uh,
0: Angela, where are you from?
1: Oh my god. <laughs> um, Westchester. Westchester and Cassie, Angela. Massy, Chester County, not Delco bitches.
0: Tell me about your favorite distillery here so far.
1: Can say my last name. Um, what? What? Uh, the fact that I got... Tell me.
0: Tell me which distillery you like the most so far. Oh, um,
1: uh... Middle West. No. Um, George Washington one.
0: George Washington. They're a really, and you know what? They just started distilling George Washington's Y recipe really recently. Did you know that?
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. He showed me everything. It was awesome. We're going to go there. Thanks, Angela. We're going there. Thank you. (laughs) you. What's
2: your last
0: name, Angela? Nothing. I'm here with Josh of uh, Middle West Spirits. Josh, tell me a little bit about your distillery. Well, we are Ohio's first commercial micro distillery since Prohibition. Uh, we just celebrated our 10-year anniversary last year. And some of the products
2: you're distilling? Uh, we have a dark pumpernickel rye, a weeded bourbon, we also do a wheat whiskey, along with uh, some vodkas, American character vodka, a stone fruit vodka, and
0: a honey vanilla bean vodka. And how are you enjoying the whiskey convention? This is our third year, it's awesome, every year.
2: I'm here with JC of Koval Distillery. JC, tell me about your distillery. Um, yeah, so we are the very first craft uh, distillery in Chicago since the Prohibition era. Our founder, Sana Burnecker-Hart, uh, lobbied for us in Springfield, Illinois, and really she's the reason why there's craft distilleries in Chicago. But we're known for our organic, kosher, single barrel whiskeys. We also have a line of gin, uh, brandy, vodka,
1: and liqueurs. I am here with Sam Murphy from George Washington's Mount Vernon and George Washington's Grist mill and distillery. And tell me about your distillery. We have a reconstructed distillery built on the original foundation of Washington's distillery. We are the purest definition of a craft distillery you will find anywhere. And using George Washington's recipes? Absolutely. We did a little sleuthing. We found the percentages of rye to corn to malted barley. We took those recipes and we have been replicating Washington's recipe for rye whiskey since 2009. And where does all the product come from? Well, all the product, uh, our base ingredients are rye and corn, you could call terroir of Virginia. Uh, We do have to outsource our malted barley because we can't find a reliable distributor for the amount of malted barley we need. But two of the three ingredients come from the Commonwealth of Virginia. Uh, so it is really a Virginia product. And we are also the official distilled spirit of the Commonwealth of Virginia. We are a recent winner of a silver medal from the American Craft Spirit Association. We make the whiskey the same way it was made in the 18th century. We mill the grain, we mash it, we double distill it, and we hand bottle it. Thank you so much.
2: I'm here with Mike
1: with Barrel 21 at a State College, Pennsylvania.
0: Mike, how did you get involved
2: in the distilling business? You know, I actually started out as a brewer, a home brewer originally, and then brewed for about a dozen years or so. kind of fell into this opportunity and decided let's just figure out what we're doing on the other side of the uh, bar there. And and what's your favorite part about being a distiller? You know, one of the most interesting things is, you know, I have that fermentation background from the beer, just coming in and just learning more and more. There's so much to learn, just keep studying and going at it thanks Mike I wish you continued great things thank you so much awesome thank you appreciate
0: it I'm here with Andrew of Shady Knoll Distillers Andrew tell us about your distillery tell us about where you are in the process
2: Uh, well we're almost four years in and we're just starting to really sell uh the day I moved up four years ago on our building, and we've um, started from the ground up. We grow all our own raw material, so our rye, we, we, we have it, take a 56-acre farm, grow our rye, grow our own apples, um, and we're just, you know, we're looking to get out there right now. It's, it's, uh, it's been a long road to get to where we are. It's been three and a half years of work to even get a bottle on the shelf. And you just started selling bottles, right? Right, after three and a half years. We made a decision to make aged products. There's no vodkas or gins or anything like that. Um, so yeah, I mean that's where we are. We're a family run business. Uh, it's just me and my father in law. Um, you know, but we, we are doing the true grain to glass farm distillery concept. We really take pride in growing our ingredients, processing our ingredients. I've had to learn as much about grain farming as I have uh, about running distill and barrel maturation. So uh, it's gonna interesting learning process. Well, we wish you the best of success and thank you for being here today.
0: Yeah, okay. thank you
1: guys. So, we're here with... No, Susanna Ashley. <laughs> Susanna
0: Ashley, what do you love about the Whiskey Convention?
1: Well, I love that I didn't have to pay to be here because my business is represented. And What is your business? So, John and Kira's chocolate. This
0: is the chocolates, the fabulous chocolates we're having right here.
1: Yes. And do you make the chocolates? I mean, it's a team effort, but I'm definitely involved. Okay, tell me about I can't because I've never heard of them. (laughs) Tell me
0: about what you're doing with Red Brick Distillery.
1: (laughs) Okay, so um, Red Brick is another like Philly based business, and um, also, uh, so we make chocolates with them. Um, They give us a bunch of liquor, and then we're like, okay, we'll see what we can do. Uh, Bring it, you know, do a lot of tastings and um, basically figure out a way that to make it look pretty and combine. Both of our, you know, points of interest together to make an extremely delicious product.
0: Fabulous, thank you.
1: I am here with... Avalon Pass with Catoctin Creek Distilling. Tell me about Catoctin Creek Distilling. So Catoctin Creek, uh, we are a local, uh, we're distiller based out of Percival, Virginia, and we are 100% rye whiskey, uh, sourcing it locally out of two farms in Virginia, one out of Pennsylvania. We are aged two years in Minnesota Oak with the number three charm brought down to prove with water from the Blue Ridge Mountains. Um, family owned, Becky and Scott are the owners. Becky is a chemical engineer by trade, and Scott, her husband, is a technical engineer by trade, um, and he just kind of realized at one point he didn't want to do that anymore and realized that Becky could make amazing whiskey. After they took their trip to Ireland, he got the whiskey bug and came back and basically uh, put all of his life savings into the distillery, and that was 10 years ago, and we are now the most awarded whiskey in all of Virginia.
0: And now you're making delicious whiskey. Yep. Thank you so much. You're
1: welcome.